0: Welcome to Big Boy Movies, a podcast about movies and the big boys who watch them. I'm one of your big boys, Matt Beebe.
1: And I'm another one of your big boys, nobody.
0: Oh, oh, he (laughs) said, oh my God, (laughs) shit. Oh, that's good.
1: That was really good, right? Maybe we didn't, we were frantically going all over the place. We were like, what's the bit? What's the bit? And then I just out of nowhere come in with this amazing bit. That has to do with the movie we're talking about today, called Nobody, baby. That That's is right. so.
0: That is so on point. See, I, the, I'm a coward. I was immediately <laughs> like, "Oh, well, I can't do that. I can't do that joke. That's like the first thing anyone would think of. Yeah. It's unoriginal. Like, uh-huh. yeah." But like, you have the bravery, John. Exactly. You are braver than the troops, exactly. and you bust it wow. out. I, I appreciate. The it. I am nobody. <laughs> joke. I, that is. That brought our podcast to another level. We're going fucking viral on that one, baby.
1: Honestly, it's just so, because no one would, like you're saying, no one would think to do it because it's, it's like the low-hanging fruit, you know. It's so easy to take that one, you know, to just the I am nobody joke. But now I'm here to say it, um, and we'll be the only podcast to do it because of, because of how, how everyone's yeah. going to think, oh, that's an easy joke. Well, guess what? It was an easy joke, and now we're earning hard-earned cash from it. I swear.
0: Oh yeah. You know what no one talks about is how <laughs> low hanging fruit, it's easy to take. <laughs> yeah. Why do we gotta bot? why is everyone reaching up for a, the it's right there? Why just I, grab the low hanging fruit.
1: Why would I try to make an original joke ever, right? Like I could just copy jokes to steal things, just do the easiest thing, right? It takes it's mm-hmm. low effort. People will still laugh, you know. There's still people who will laugh at the low hanging fruit. You know, it's just it, it's an easy way to go.
0: Listen, when we set the bar low, it's, it's, I guess it's easy to jump over, but hard to limbo under. Is that anything? Uh, I feel like that's be. gotta be but some sort of philosophical statement. It, it honestly sounds like a Gandhi quote. I, I don't want to
1: like, I don't want to like say that Gandhi said it, but it sounds like he did for sure.
0: It sounds like some, Gandhi knew about limbo and he <laughs> loved to talk about it. So <laughs> that
1: was his favorite party game was limbo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we watched uh, Nobody this week. It's a Bob Odenkirk film. Um and I didn't watch John Wick before like BB said I should have. So
0: yeah, I um I went back and rewatched a bunch of clips from John Wick after seeing this movie and we'll talk cuz I'm going to compare this to John Wick a lot. Um and I so maybe like some mild spoilers for John Wick, but that is a hard movie to spoil, so don't don't worry too much about it.
1: Sweet. I I, I definitely need some comparisons. I need to know what, what John Wick is like, what what the similarities are really here.
0: Yeah, well, there's a surprising amount um, all the way down to the poster, which I think is literally just made so people would sort of look at it and be like, uh, is, that John, is that John Wick? And then by the time they realized it wasn't, they'd already be watching the movie and they would have gotten, would have got got.
1: <laughs> Someone in react plays in chat said I actually thought nobody was hosting. I think that would have been a brilliant idea. Yeah. For well, show. that was my
0: other idea for the, my other great idea for the intro. My, my original joke that I was going to make is just like starting the podcast and us just not talking at all. And then we would have been like, nobody's hosting the podcast. And then there would have been like a big standing ovation and we would have united sort of all of America and world peace and all that.
1: That'd be such a good podcast if it was if I just posted 60 minutes of nothing on <laughs> for, for this week's episode. Yeah.
0: It's 60 Minutes of nothing, and at the very end I say, get it, because like <laughs> nobody was hosting, and then it cuts off, and that's it. That'd be so good. Why don't we have the balls to do that, baby? Instead, we're just gonna talk yeah. about this movie. Come on. We're not yeah, we're not that brave. Braver than the troops, but not that brave is the t-shirt I'm gonna make and wear. <laughs> yeah,
1: I love it. Um, I so I didn't watch any movies. I'm gonna talk about a movie I, I saw at Sundance because it just came out. Okay. Um, So I can cheat. Uh, Do it. But the movie In the Earth just came out in theaters. I saw people actually, someone tweeted about going to see it in theaters and mentioned that it was a great theater experience. And it made me realize, oh, yeah, this movie probably, I probably would have liked this movie even more if it was in theaters. Um, It's a Ben Wheatley movie. If anyone knows who Ben Wheatley is, I feel like he's like kind of under the radar. But he did Free Fire, High Rise. Um, Rebecca, a terrible remake of the movie Rebecca last year. Uh, he's just like kind of a mediocre director overall. <laughs> uh, but, okay, but, I found, I think this is my favorite, favorite one of his, to be honest. It, he made it super quickly. I was not expecting to like this movie at all. In fact, I like, didn't, I didn't have it on my Sundance schedule until David Ehrlich gave it a three and a half. And then I was like, okay, I'll check it out um and it turned out to be actually pretty scary and unique and there's a lot of flashing lights and stuff like that which i thought were used really well and some like moments were super tense because of them and i just thought there's a lot of unique stuff in this movie um i think there's a lot of things that don't work well but i think i agree with the tweet i think it's a great movie if you haven't gone to the theaters and maybe you got vaccinated recently or you're feeling safer to go to theaters i think it's a great movie to open up a theater experience with i i I think it's definitely a movie theater movie um but yeah that's all i gotta say about in the earth i guess check it out maybe if you want all right what'd you watch um
0: Yeah, I I like that you said he was a mediocre director and now you like it cuz what he essentially did was he made the nobody joke um for his first few films and now he's now yes. like it's so easy for him to be better. That's what we're doing. We're taking That's inspiration true. from whoever this guy is. Our first
1: our we're making our the worst episodes of the podcast so that later on people will be like, "Oh yeah, this podcast is actually yeah. like
0: kind of good now that's crazy people go back and they'll be like yeah you know what the nobody episode was pretty terrible they did a really awful (laughs) uh remake of uh march dadness and that was terrible um but but now they're they're sort of rising to the top anyway i said i wanted to talk about falcon and winter soldier again and i don't have much to say um i just watched the other episode today and um it's still fine it's still like marvel thing they're uh they're really going hard on on a a race angle which is i guess cool that popular media is doing i still don't really trust marvel to to handle it very eloquently it was you know it was fine it was interesting um the way they dealt with it um but what's really important about this most recent episode is everyone's like, oh, my God, this new episode, it's so great. It's the best episode so far. This episode is, like, I want to say maybe 40% montages. <laughs> There's just sort of, like, the second half of the episode is just sort of a string of, of montage. Okay. <laughs> um, and People were entertained by this? Just they all- got to gotta fix up the boat, so it's a big boat fixin' montage, and then... Uh, Uh, Falcon's got a workout, so he has a big workout montage where he
1: he gets buff. All the Rocky fans are coming out, and they're like, God,
0: this is just like my favorite movie, Rocky, this episode. I love it. (laughs) Yeah, so (laughs) I thought that was... I was talking to our friend Charlie while I was watching, and he was like, oh, there's some great montages in this one. And I was like, okay. And then, like, uh, several of them happened in a row, and I was like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't prepared for the multi-montage episode. Maybe that's the greatness of it, is that
1: not that the montages themselves were great, but it was great that they did so many, you know? Like, that's impressive there. How do you do more? Like, I feel like movies only stick to one montage usually. Crazy. oh yeah
0: i might be exaggerating a little bit it's more <laughs> if you do more than one montage in an episode i'm gonna be like <laughs> like clearly you had a lot of information that you didn't know how to communicate yeah um beyond like we gotta fix the boat <laughs> bucky gotta work out or not bucky um falcon uh isn't like the, the montage was just like a it's something you fall back on. I
1: feel like at some point, if you're just like, "Yeah, let's just find a way to skip time here," because uh...
0: yeah, I don't know. It was it was just one of those things where they they had to to show it. They had to show the boat getting fixed. Um, but yeah, it's it's whatever. I think there's only like one episode left this season, so I'll I'll finish it out and then damn, that was quick. Just sort of open unhinged my jaw to accept the next. Marvel property that will be sort of shoved down my gullet. What's the, Is there um, another show right after this? Like, I feel like they're just like I don't think so. But Black Widow is July, so we're getting closer to that. Mm. God, I wish that just our.
1: I wish that happened during COVID. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that we've just had to anticipate this thing for so long at this
0: point. Yeah. Well, I we might be able to see it in a the theater. We'll have to see.
1: Yeah, um, I'm getting my second second dose soon i'm excited
0: yeah Ten days away. i'm already i'm uh this coming friday i'm fucking good to go i can oh well, yeah you should be living in town
1: you should be living in that amc burbank bro i mean i heard i i, heard that's I where live so out.
0: far away from amc burbank
1: <laughs> <laughs> i would use so much gas <laughs> that's where everyone's hanging out chris nolan's there i mean
0: yeah it's I'd go i do feel like i should hang out just to see if i can catch christopher nolan watching war with grandpa for the 15th time <laughs> He's to like, save all movie theaters this is just
1: such a good movie
0: yeah <laughs> um, um yeah well the fucking movie theater near my house is dunsky now because it's a pacific theater so that's sad
1: i don't know what i'm gonna do it's just a sad moment for cinema yeah. i mean i i don't live in la anymore even but i god those are my favorite theaters although but i'm just yeah. gonna miss
0: these the the saddest thing is definitely ArcLight Hollywood going, oh, yeah. but on a on a more selfish note, the, the Pacific <laughs> Theater that I've been going to is within walking distance, and now I have no movie theaters within walking distance of my house. Guess you, I assume someone will buy the theater and rebrand it, but for now, it's it's just unusable.
1: Guess you'll just have to go to downtown LA to watch movies, just like you used never. to with me.
0: <laughs> Ned, I'd never do that. I've abandoned that helpless. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, I'm I. If I go back to L.A., I'm, I'm never going to downtown L.A. again in my entire life. Oh, yeah. Uh, should we talk about nobody? Because we clearly, we're busy, busy people. We can't watch movies.
0: Yeah, no time to watch any. I've been watching a lot of TikToks. You want to hear yeah. me talk about Yeah, we some... should
1: just like go through our favorite TikToks. We should start a TikTok <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Big boy
0: TikToks. Uh, <laughs> yeah I, sheesh am i right kids sheesh everybody sheesh you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll do that thing with the i don't know what it means when they do the two fingers on the arm but one.
1: see i like how that's
0: tiktok's crazy because
1: it's just a completely different app for many people like me and me and my girlfriend will just talk about completely different videos and trends like we will be oh, yeah. like what are you talking
0: about i've never heard of this trend Yeah, I I don't know. I guess it's because my account is still new. Um, I'm just still getting all the very horny stuff, (laughs) Um, which I'm not going to totally complain about, but it is a lot. At a certain point, I'm like, aren't there supposed to be jokes on here too? No, just horny.
1: Today was the first time I scrolled through TikTok, and it was just exclusively sketch comedy, and I was like, fuck yes, it learned me. It knows who I am. finally. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, TikTok's been fun lately. I I feel like there are just a lot of good funny comedy people on there
0: now too so but enjoying it yeah we'll see how tiktok meets its demise like vine yeah um but i guess we should talk about we should talk about nobody that's not even a joke because it's the name of the movie yeah i'm down to talk we about could do nobody. like a hold on let's do like a who's on first thing if, we, <laughs> if we're gonna do the the low-hanging fruit let's just get all of them out of the way hey john yeah. do, do you want to talk about nobody T- talk about who Who's that? No, no, about, nobody. What? Let's talk why about would, nobody. Why would we talk about nobody? That doesn't
1: sound fun to me. We're just talking about no, no John, person. I no mean, oh
0: god, the police are here. They're arresting me for terrible comments. <laughs> uh. No, that's a bit I want to see. Yeah. Uh yeah, I
1: so I mean this movie started off I mean this movie started off like our podcast almost to be honest. It, yeah. <laughs> with the nobody joke cuz uh it was just Bob Odenkirk uh, and Talking to the cops, and he's just, yeah, he makes the joke already. He's like, Who am I? Yeah, so, and then it's titled
0: I'm, and then they cut. See, this is what they do. Um, they got that from Barry. Oh, yeah, yeah, true. This movie has a lot of stuff where they do things, and I'm like, "This is from that. This is from that." And like, I'm not gonna accuse them of plagiarism or anything. Like, it it all worked contextually, but immediately, I'm like, "That's the thing they do on Barry. Is he doesn't say the name Barry. It just pops up on the screen."
1: Yeah, I love that about Barry. That's maybe my favorite part about Barry. I just yeah. sort of watch till that happens, and then I'm like, "Okay, we're." I mean,
0: the theme song is so good yeah. on Barry. That's <laughs> so. true
1: i mean and it's even built for all the people who skip the theme song on netflix you know because it's so short
0: you can't even skip it oh yeah
1: um i guess we should do general impressions first i don't know why it started taking us through the movie
0: okay oh yeah that's true i mean it's the opening scene he says oh i'm and then it cuts (laughs) to the title um uh, i'll do general impressions i like this movie um i think it's really clunky in a lot of places Um, But the action is so buck wild that I kind of loved it in certain parts. Uh, And so for that reason, I'd say it's absolutely worth watching just for the insane fight choreography, even though everything around that doesn't work super well. Yeah, um, I agree. I think the
1: action was I I think it was an overall fun movie. I, I think it's it's a fun watch. I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. Uh, I don't know It's especially when I first heard about it Like I feel like you messaged us and was just like oh this is just like John Wick with Bob Odenkirk yeah. um, and immediately that I, I don't like that I don't like when people just <laughs> take other movies um, yeah. obviously I haven't seen John Wick and according to BB they're pretty similar but I still think it's fun I think there are like some really funny mo- there was one moment I really laughed hard at but I cannot remember it I literally just watched oh, yeah. this movie like what the fuck? <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's fun. I like, I, I like Bob Odenkirk too. I don't think he, some. I think some people were complaining like, oh, Bob Odenkirk as an action star. What the hell? I I think it works. Yeah. I I also didn't think it was weird when the trailer came out though. So, yeah. I, yeah,
0: it works for what they're going for. Like the kind of character he is. I think he's well cast.
1: Yeah, I agree. Because um, they're definitely going for like the dad energy. And all the all these reviews, including your review, Bibi, about it, just being like that's such a dad movie. I agree. It's like peak. Yeah, it is peak dad cinema, like you said. Like, yeah,
0: I, it's funny because we said that about Ford v Ferrari, and so we've sort of discovered two different subsets of dad cinema now. Where like. <laughs> Ford v Ferrari, I'm gonna put in like the TNT category, which is like a movie your dad watches on TNT oh, on like yeah. a Saturday, oh, yeah. and it's like, oh, Ford v Ferrari, that was that was pretty good. That was a pretty good movie. Um, and then this one obviously they can't show on TNT because it's too violent. This is the one he sees on like Netflix or HBO and he's like, "Oh, I saw this movie, Nobody. Yeah. It was super cool." Yeah. And you're like, this is so This is
1: the one I like when I'm going back to visit my family, we're at dinner talking about movies, he's like, "Oh, have you guys seen Nobody on the, on the Netflix yet?" Yeah, yeah, that's the classic. Uh, but there's so my favorite review on Letterboxd of this movie is in the middle in the middle of the movie, my dad leaned over and whispered, "This is my Black Panther." Um, which is just such, and a I I
0: totally movie. get that. Yeah,
1: and, uh, yeah. After watching it, I'm like, "How? Like, this is that? De- that is that has to be true. <laughs> like,
0: that's <laughs> that is, uh, this is the, like, the Black Panther
1: for dads, no doubt.
0: Just like, finally, I see myself represented in a movie. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> I, like, obviously, no dads are like this bob odenkirk like former working for the u.s government like the badass but i think they all imagine themselves as as one for sure
0: yeah (laughs) Uh, um and i will get to that that's one of the weird things about the movie um but i did want to say just with a john wick comparison and we'll talk about a lot of the comparisons is like i'd say if you like john wick you'll like this movie um but i think john wick has a much more solid foundation um but also this movie is clearly gunning for a sequel. So you know what? If we have these, if we have John Wick and this running alongside each other, I won't be mad.
1: Yeah. Nobody too. I bet it's already, they're already writing it probably.
0: Yeah. They they should call the next one like, Nothing, so we can make the we can make the joke that says this week we're talking about nothing.
1: Please do nothing. Yeah, what is that even going to be about? Like, I I can imagine that nothing represents like some item that he that he has to protect or something.
0: No, I'll tell you what it is. Is the movie opens and Bob Odenkirk's done a bunch of like jujitsu and like you know broke a guy's windpipe. And he shoots the guy in the head, and then a cop comes over, and he's like, Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> and Bob Odenkirk, like, puts the gun behind his back, and then cut to title card. <laughs> nothing. Nothing.
1: <laughs> That's so good. That's yeah. definitely right. <laughs> they definitely have to make it nothing, please.
0: Yeah. Um, it, it works on so many levels. Podcasters around the world will <laughs> rejoice. <laughs> we're every
1: every movie we talk about i feel like we we have the best ideas for the next step in their cinematic universe BB. like
0: oh absolutely should, well when we get to our our nobody two predictions that'll <laughs> be really great for
1: us we really need to be hired asap by by universal by all these studios to just pitch yeah. sequels um to everything basically uh but should we should we go to spoiler town i
0: guess yeah i want to talk about how the intro to this movie is edgar wright it, someone saw an edgar wright movie <laughs> and said i want to do that in my
1: movie true and so they did it <laughs> yep it is edgar wright which has me excited for the new edgar wright movie that comes out very soon i think oh yeah when was that supposed to think it's be coming? may maybe i think it might be next what? month i can't remember what the fuck I, I think it's pretty soon i can't okay rem- it's called one true, night in soho right
0: yeah, yeah. If that's true, I'm going straight to the theater. I don't care if it's shut down. I'm walking right in. Oh, no, it got pushed back. Sorry, baby. Okay. I, th- I think Damn. it got
1: pushed back to October. Because All right, whatever. Well, on Wikipedia, it says October 22nd, but on... Yeah, this definitely isn't true. On Google, it says in five days it's
0: going to come out, so... Oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah, I think they're going to have to change that. Come on, Google. Okay. Yeah, well, that's fine, because... That'll replace the hole in my heart where Batman was for October this year.
1: I do think the documentary Edgar Wright is directed is coming out like next month, though, that I saw at Sundance. It's definitely not. Oh, okay. It's not going to give the same itch.
0: I'll, I'll tell you that. But it's still an d- enjoyable
1: movie, I guess.
0: Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> they do the fast cut thing, um, and uh, they do the fast cut thing that Edgar Wright does. It's like literally a scene from Hot Fuzz oh, yeah. is what that is and uh it sets up our character pretty well uh he's a boring dad his son doesn't respect him his wife won't fuck him yeah uh i mean how by the way how he forgets to fucking take the garbage out every week and
1: i like how like after the fourth time in a row like the wife's still just like oh forgot to take out the garbage by the way like at that point if i were the wife i'd be like yo like do you need help taking out the garbage like you cannot get this thing out <laughs> like this is four weeks in a row you've been
0: laid on the fucking garbage man yeah dude I'm like come it's on the only part of the movie i enjoyed so <laughs> um wow oh uh, it's uh oh like the whole montage
1: at the beginning basically
0: yeah i would say it's efficient storytelling but it's really not because you have to watch the same thing like four times over and over again yeah um which you know we get it he's in a rut um he's bored yeah, he's... Well, that's that's what's weird about this movie, is I... The way it was marketed, I kind of thought this was just going to be, like, an average guy who snaps, um, but it's not... Like, he's not at all an average guy. No. Um, and the movie tries to almost set it up like that, too, where you're kind of surprised when it turns out he's, like, an elite assassin, like, secret agent. Yeah. Um, but I, like, knew... That's,
1: I knew from, like, the ads I saw on TV that he was an elite assassin i feel like oh okay because i kept seeing ads like during the super bowl and stuff i kept seeing ads like i can't i I can avoid trailers i can't avoid ads sometimes
0: yeah yeah i um i and honestly i think it like almost would have been more interesting if he was just like an completely average guy who just loses it It, it's harder to sell right because then how does he do all these great uh punches and kicks and shit Um, But at the same time, it's almost less interesting to me when I'm like, oh, he's just like a fucking Green Beret or whatever. Yeah. Towards
1: Um, the end, I think that gets I think that got worse for me because they were just like mowing down people at that point. But I think like the fight on the bus, he seemed kind of vulnerable, like at least like he was getting hit and like Mm -hmm. bloodied up and like pushed through windows and shit. But like towards the end, it it was just like he's a god at this point yeah <laughs> um, but i think it, like at the beginning i was on board though i was like okay like he's he's like still vulnerable but he's still badass at the same time like i feel like he definitely could get hurt uh but then they yeah. just kind of abandoned that completely
0: yeah i also want to talk about the thing that i found clunkiest was just the intro to this movie which is like the inciting incident of this movie has nothing to do with the main conflict it's just like a thing that happens that ultimately like spirals into a completely unrelated thing. So like there's a home invasion, two people break into his house. Um, and this was like kind of a subversion the, uh, do you know about death wish death wish? Um, like the ant is that, what is that? Uh, it's uh, it's like a, 70s like b movies it's uh, charles bronson the the it. conceit is like it's it's a classic revenge film that's like really pulpy and terrible um it's about a guy whose like wife is raped and murdered and so he takes it upon himself to like murder every criminal in the world okay. so <laughs> he just like buys a gun and, and shoots all these people eli roth did a remake of it with bruce willis that everyone hated um But this movie is, like, almost the subversion of Death Wish, where I was like, oh, something bad's gonna happen in his house, and then that's what's gonna make him go nuts. But no, the home invasion is just, like, it's two people, they steal, like, five dollars and his watch, and he doesn't do anything, and they just leave. And you're like, okay, well, that was sort of nothing. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I guess he is just, like, a boring guy. But it was, like,
1: a weird thing for character development, kind of, where, like... It's like it's like, oh, this is the reason why his son like, doesn't respect him, and this is the reason yeah. why his wife won't sleep with him. he does, but then, doesn't do shit.
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's he's not a cool dad who would beat someone to death with a golf club, yeah, um, but then it's revealed, like, oh, I saw her gun was empty, yeah, and so it's uh i it wasn't going to do anything because I realized they weren't actually a threat. And so you're like, why wouldn't you communicate? Yeah, that just tell to your them. family. <laughs>
1: just say it. like you could easily save yourself. It's like I'm not gonna beat up this lady who is like too scared to even load her gun. So. Yeah,
0: and the the like the everyone is so terrible at the, you know, like so his family is like, why didn't you beat them up, Dad? He doesn't tell them for whatever reason. But then the cop shows up and he's like, mm, I, I would have kicked the shit <laughs> out of those. People. If that was my
1: family, come on. I'd be knocking
0: this girl's (laughs) head off with a golf club. Yeah. Um, And then the one cop's like, oh, you did the right thing. And so it's um, the fucking pillow fort that the wife built. Yeah. Like, what the
1: fuck? I'm like, oh, my God. Like, it's, I would be so I couldn't live like that without like just like talking to my wife. Like immediately. I'd be like, why are you doing this? Let's try to fix something here.
0: Yeah, so that's, like, another unreasonable thing. And it doesn't even seem like she dislikes him that much. Like, you'd think if she really, like, didn't want anything to do with him, she'd be building the pillow fort. But it does seem... um, What was I going to say? It does seem like... She like tolerates him or like likes him to a certain degree because yeah. she's not actively hostile towards him except for the the pillow barrier mm. that's like a hostile like mean
1: thing to do yeah so that's like so passive aggressive too if she's just like won't expl- because in the other scenes there's no explanation of this thing i feel like and like she seems like fine towards him like when they talk in the morning like it seems like they're she's even not that pissed about the garbage thing, which she should be if it keeps just missing the garbage every fucking week. (laughs) Like that's nuts. Um, But yeah, I don't know that that old parts weird to me. Like, I don't know. I guess their marriage is just so bad. Maybe I'm, maybe, maybe it's our generation too, that we're just, that I would like immediately get nervous and anxious and be like, okay, let's like fix this pillow for like, why are you doing this? Like, but, but the older generation is just like, ah, it's just my wife, you know? Wifes being wives. <laughs> you know when your wife builds a <laughs> pillow wall so you don't
0: have to touch when you're sleeping? <laughs> I get classic. that all the time. It was a classic, you know? That's I'm not bothered by it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this intro goes on. Everyone's terrible. His neighbor comes out and he's like, I'm a cool guy with a cool car. And that's his whole thing.
1: <laughs> and I like how the scene, like Bob Oedeker walks out. His like, son's like staring at the car. like he, He's really interested by it. It's just like a weird scene.
0: Yeah, like the neighbor's a douchebag, but he never shows up again. So it's like, I don't know. It's only the like set up Bob Odenkirk stealing the car later and like repeating his line where he's like
1: zero to 60 and I'm about to find the fuck out.
0: Yeah, Uh, that was fun. (laughs) I'll give you that. Uh, But so you go on and it skips a little bit. There's the whole thing with the step or not the stepbrother, the brother in law who like pulls the gun on him. And you keep going, and everything points to Bob Odenkirk being kind of a normal guy. And then he finally hears about the kitty cat bracelet, and that's what makes him go off. Yeah. But th- we find out that, unsurprisingly, the two people who robbed his house are, like, very poor people. Yeah. Um, And they have, like, a an asthmatic baby or whatever. It's, like, a the most baby, tragic conditions. She's on, it's like on a respirator. Yeah. Like yeah, and I feel like this is another like almost like a dig at Death Wish in the sense that like he goes to get revenge on the people who wronged his family, and it's like, oh no, that crime happens because poverty <laughs> um, and, and desperation. Yeah. But he did like smack that guy in the skull and take yeah, his watch back, he was bleeding a good amount. Um, also, you know what was really unrealistic is she was wearing his watch. Like, if you steal someone's watch, you sell that, right? Especially if they're eating ramen and have, like, the yeah, ass. baby. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> just, like,
1: chilling with the watch on, Like, yeah, well, I guess I'll just keep
0: this. It's pretty nice. Yeah. Um, they were so poor, they couldn't even afford bullets. <laughs> um, True. But, yeah, it, it was just, like, such a weird thing to get, like, from point A to point B to point C. Because what ultimately the movie is about, the ultimate conflict... Is that he just after trying to do his Death Witch thing, just gets on a bus and there's some douchebags. Yeah. And now the plot starts. It's really
1: weird because that li- those two people have nothing to do with each other, like are nothing to do with the movie. I mean, like it's <laughs> like it's just like the inciting incident, kind of. Because, yeah. I mean, I guess he's Bob Odenkirk's like not able to like get his frustrations out, so then on the bus he's like, hell yeah, I'm gonna beat the shit out That's of these people.
0: Yeah, the, div- the movie would be no different if you had established he's unhappy in his life, his family doesn't like him, all this stuff is boiling up, and then he's just, maybe his car breaks down, so he has to take the bus home from work, and then this happens, and he snaps. It's like in Joker, yeah. which, you know, you know how we feel about Joker, but, like, the story still works that way, right? There's just douchebags on a bus, and that's his breaking point. Suddenly he's just like, I can't, I hate everyone and everything, I want to get hurt. Like, yeah. I mean, that's his sort of his motivation here is he's just like i want to fuck someone up and i want someone to fuck me up just to feel something yeah and then we can go off this whole subplot about the poor family just it, it <laughs> just adds to the runtime yeah. it is basically all it really does like there's not even any great action that comes out of it so
1: yeah and your, your movie can be less i know this is already kind of a short movie an hour and a half but it doesn't yeah. have to be an hour and a half you can you can make it hour 15 hell
0: yeah honestly maybe that was added to pad the runtime or something because like like i said it's you don't get any action sequences until the bus yeah so um yeah i don't know it's uh it's in comparison to john wick which i want to do is like john wick starts uh we establish john wick his wife is dead he's retired from his job uh he meets russian dudes russian dudes Steal his car, kill his puppy. John Wick goes ham, and that's that's the start of the movie. Like that's the whole. Yeah, there's no like back and forth. It's very efficient, and that you get who John Wick is, you get how he's feeling, and then he's got a reason to kick some ass, and off we go. Yeah, yeah. Um, also,
1: I think this movie has way too too much old music just way too much music. Yes. <laughs> so much like every every scene I feel like has old music playing constantly. It's just a, too much.
0: <laughs> it's a lot of needle drops. Yeah. It's I noticed that too when I was watching and I think the only one that really worked for me was the car chase—I forget. Was that like Crazy on You they were playing or something like yeah, that? Yeah, maybe. I, like I literally can't, like.
1: There's so much music in this movie. I cannot remember <laughs> like specifics yeah. about any of them. There's there's so much music that, in my head.
0: That was the one, uh, where I was like, okay, this is fun. But everything else was like they just wanted licensed music just to put in. Yeah. Um. It's. I'm. I'm not a huge fan of when movies do needle drops, especially if it's not like really earned i guess like at least this movie did it consistently to the point where when they had it during the car chase i was like okay it makes sense um I like captain marvel is a good example where they just start playing a a girl power song like punk rock song just to ha- yeah. to, to accentuate the action sequence but they hadn't like really established anything like that before and it's not like built in the scene but anyway that is yeah it's something i also noticed
1: uh, but yeah, I mean the, the the action scene in the bus is pretty cool though. <laughs> I definitely. Oh, it's so it's, good.
0: That's where the movie got me. Yeah, um, it's fun as hell. It's it's so much fun and like you know it's kind of ridiculous. He like unload. He like drops all the bullets yeah, yeah. out of his gun. <laughs> um, but you're like at that point you're like let's fucking go. I just like <laughs> the the choreography here is so fucking good. I can't get over the fact they like. When he grabs the dude's knife and like stabs him in the leg, and then he kicks the knife so it goes all the way through the dude's leg, it's so hype. The only disappointment I have for that scene is uh, the dude goes to like load the gun, and he grabs that pipe off the wall, and I yelled out loud in my apartment, "Javelin!" (laughs) And then he just hit the guy. I really wanted him to throw that pipe and just have him kill the dude. That would have been really sick. Um, I still liked him hitting with the
1: It was badass <laughs> Like fucking just rent the pipe off And stuff like that yeah. too uh, But yeah everything was pretty badass Using Putting the straw in at the end I was like oh god Puts the straw in oh, his so neck gross. I like, couldn't watch Ugh. that Yeah, That was disgusting
0: Yeah well I've seen another movie That has like a tracheotomy scene That was also super Probably. gross I think it was like The Heat I remember oh, watching the heat. the heat And I think that was okay. it Okay I haven't seen The Heat it's it's like a Melissa McCarthy yeah. kind of movie. yeah
1: I know that that's weird <laughs> The Melissa McCarthy kind of that seems like it should be more of a comedy but but they have this... well it, it was
0: a comedy <laughs> it, the joke was that like one of the characters saw on TV how tracheotomies work in like emergencies which is you'd like cut open their throat and you put in a straw yeah. um but like they try to do it and they like horribly fail in the movie which kind of makes it worse uh, that movie. <laughs> ugh. yeah I, I yeah. don't like it I, I, I let's move on yeah, moving on. Um, I also like that he gets thrown out of the window and he goes back in the bus. Yeah, I was really <laughs> hype at that point. Yeah,
1: true. Because
0: uh, at that point, I was like, oh, I guess you like kind of kick their asses and they're all like, oh, my teeth and my yeah. nose. And I'm like... <laughs> I guess the fight's over. He, like, lost, but he still kicked the shit out of him. But, no, when he goes back in the bus, I'm like, fuck, yes, Keep get Keep going, him. baby. Um, yeah, I didn't
1: even know it was him who got thrown out of the bus at first. Like, I don't know why. Maybe, yeah. like, I thought it was just one of the other dudes he threw, like, out of the window. But then I realized they were all, like, just talking to each other. I was like, oh, does he be? I guess it was him thrown out of the bus. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that, that was so bad. It's just a great, great scene overall. Good action. Yep. Um, what happens after this? I mean, he just immediately, Bob Odenkirk, you know, he's the life's back in this man, you know? Yeah. He's feeling it again. He wants to go to Italy. Yeah. He loves his wife. He's making lasagna. <laughs> he's making freaking lasagna. Just anything related to Italy he's doing.
0: <laughs> he comes back and he says, it's a me, <laughs> a nobody. It's a me. I'm a Nobody. Uh, he just wants to become Italian now. He's really inspired. Yeah, um, yeah so he, go, he's, he goes back. He's he's ready to fuck now. He's like, why don't we fuck all the time? And she's like, hold on, let me glue your stitches or whatever. And then she um,
1: dismantles the pillow for it. It's hot.
0: Yeah, that's like kind of uh, that was also something that caught me off guard. I was like, oh, the wife just like knows about his assassin. Yeah, I know. Why? You're gonna build a pillow fort when you're sleeping next to a super assassin? He could just kill you, you know. Yeah. You? Don't piss this guy off. The pillow fort ain't gonna <laughs> block a bullet, lady. Yeah, come on. That would have been good if he like goes to shoot the pillow fort and then you realize there's like Kevlar in it and then she pulls out her. Oh gun. shit. She's like, this is what the pillow fort was. Doing.
1: <laughs> that would be so sick. I think between this, yeah. we also meet like the bad guy of this movie too, though.
0: Yeah, it's because it was his brother, which is another John Wick thing. And John Wick, it's the Russian mob, uh, the guy's son, kills or kills John Wick's dog, steals his car, and now the father is involved. Now it's like the older brother sees that his little brother, you know, did Bob Odenkirk dirty, and now he's got to be involved and get revenge and all that. So it's another like, this is this is John Wick.
1: Yeah, I mean, and it like sets his whole this russian dude like just sets up that like oh shit he's like he's, he's pretty crazy he's person. a crazy badass person but like i feel like yeah. in the end we see no action from him besides this setup yeah. and then like a that, little at the end just like a tiny bit
0: that is a thing i thought was interesting where they set his character up where he like kills a dude with like a wine glass um, and you're like, oh, this is going to be like the Nega Bob Odenkirk. They're going to have a big fight, mm. like in John Wick Chapter 2, where John Wick fights Common. Mm. Um, <laughs> which, but which we
1: all expected, of course.
0: We all expected. I'll tell you what, John Wick's multiple fights with Common are great. Um, but, yeah, you think he's like, oh, he's also like a crazy badass dude. So, um, But, no, they like basically never have a one-on-one fight. And when they do, it's like a very short gunfight where they're both behind cover. So. Yeah, it's like he has a gun, he has a
1: bomb. Like <laughs> that's basically it.
0: Yeah, there, there's no like, um, yeah. It, you'd think there's there'd be set up and payoff for that, and there's really not. Um, which is funny because this movie does set up and pay off pretty well for a few things. Yeah, I agree.
1: It, it actually did set up and pay off pretty well,
0: but um, the gun in the freezer is the most notable. Oh I'd yeah, say.
1: yeah, true. Um, yeah, this yeah, I don't know. I'm not a fan of this villain that much, and it's mainly because they set him up to be something that he ended up not being. <laughs> he was he yeah, would just ended up being like the the higher up that wanted him dead. yeah, that was like the only thing he was. I thought he was gonna be the one that Bob odenkirk was really fighting fighting at the end or throughout the movie at least,
0: yeah, um, I guess we have to like give a shout out to Christopher Lloyd um,
1: <laughs> we do we're we're required to is what you're saying legally obligated I'm
0: we're re- legally <laughs> contractually obligated to shout out Christopher Lloyd I laughed out loud when he pulled out the shotgun yeah. <laughs> I laughed out cool. loud twice the First time when he did the sh- trick with the shotgun, the second time when he shows up at the end and he's got like five shotguns. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: That's so That good. man is
0: so old. I was like, but I was so into it because he's just like mowing people down with all his shotguns. Yeah. Like,
1: It's so good.
0: It's so funny because Bob Odenkirk's like 58. Like he's so, yeah. super old too. So it's just like this is just old people kicking ass the movie. Yeah,
1: I mean Christopher Lloyd like literally played an of an old person in a movie in the eighties and back to the future. Like he was the old guy yeah. in that movie.
0: Well, I mean he also played a young version of himself, too. True.
1: Um and now it's it's the 2020s, baby.
0: Yeah. Um but yeah, I, I really liked him. He's like I don't know, he's he's really old and sometimes it's kind of hard to understand what he's saying mm-hmm. um, but I think they utilized him really well uh, and it's just nice to see him you, you don't see Christopher Lloyd very much anymore yeah,
1: I like I like when he pulled the shotguns out of the guys and then his like, caretaker came and was like, hey, turn the TV down <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: that's another vague, I, I'm not going to call this a John Wick comparison per se but there is a part in John Wick where there's a home invasion, just like a nobody. Um, and then the police show up at his door and John Wick goes up to the police and he's like, hey, Jimmy. And he's like, hey, John. And he's like, noise complaint? Yeah. Uh, and then the cop like sees the dead body, but the cop knows John. So he's like, you working again, John? And he's like, no, I'm just sorting some stuff out. I'm just reciting a scene from John Wick. That scene is so good. Um, we should just—it's similar what I'm saying. This
1: Episode should have just been you reciting like script read of BB doing. I'm John so Wick.
0: mad you haven't seen John Wick because like that scene is so good.
1: Well, now maybe I have to watch him, BB. If I had time, uh, unfortunately, my job just picked up an extreme amount. Yeah. Uh uh thought it was John Malkovich. John Malkovich isn't that old, right?
0: John Malkovich <laughs> is not
1: that old. No. Okay. Good. I was worried for a second. I want John Malkovich to no. live forever.
0: Yeah, he was just in a uh, that space force movie last year.
1: Oh yeah, not show. movie. The TV show. Yeah. Yeah, he was in it. I never watched
0: it. He, but. he was young enough in that show he was bald but you know <laughs> he's he's always bald that guy he was actually the best part of that show yeah.
1: so john malkovich is great all right? and and the yeah. movie being john malkovich is also great so oh, lots yeah. of things around john malkovich that's that's pretty great yeah um
0: but we're not talking about john <laughs> we're malkovich now here. the
1: official john malkovich podcast <laughs> let's fucking go oh
0: <laughs> uh, what else to talk about and nobody um, well, oh, there, there was a weird needle drop thing that I wanted to talk about where they're playing like a Frank Sinatra song or something, and the Russian guy's like singing on stage, mm. and He's clearly not singing the song that's being played over yeah, him. No. And I just thought that was weird. And that's not really a good criticism or anything. It's just <laughs> something I
1: remember. I also thought that moment was weird. But it was also because at one point he wasn't singing, and then at another point, like he was mouthing the words a little bit. And it was like, okay, is he like just really half-assing this karaoke right now? Like how are how yeah. are people enjoying this karaoke? He's like singing half the words here.
0: Yeah, it's just a weird <laughs> edit, but we get to, uh, what's going, uh, they they come back to his, or they go to his house for the first time, I get it, and he puts his family in the basement, he goes, don't call 911, because they needed a line for the trailer, um, and that was, again, like, a really good fight scene, when he throws the boiling water in that dude's face, I laughed yeah. really hard, <laughs> um, like, a lot of really creative stuff in this movie, um, and I'll say one thing, that I liked I think a little bit more than John Wick is John Wick is very gun-oriented, and this movie uh, gets a lot of hand-to-hand stuff in a lot of ex- extreme sort of ways, mm. which I really appreciated. Um, yeah. So, and this scene really exemplifies that, where he's like, you know, all these people have machine guns and he's just kicking the shit out of them and using their own guns to shoot them. Yeah. A uh,
1: lot of clever fight stuff. I'm with you there. I haven't seen John Wick, but I I was gonna point out that I do like that it wasn't that gun heavy like i i don't i tend to not like action movies that are more gun focused or gun heavy yeah i like like hand-to-hand combat action
0: yeah and john wick does that too but uh he's very like precise with his shooting it's it's a just like a different fighting style um but yeah the the, this movie's just sort of like a rush to the end at that point it really is Um,
1: they really rush like like that scene you mentioned with the karaoke like at that point it, like is a rush to the climax i feel like because i've i don't know i just felt like there's gonna be more setup or something but we we're just like skipping like it was a montage of him burning down all of his money and shit and then he's just like there yeah he's just kind of there he's there with the russian guy and you're like oh shit he's yeah he's already here
0: wow he gets he gets kidnapped like put in the trunk and then like nothing really happens with that he just escapes yeah. Um, in, a, in a fun way, but it's again, it almost felt like if that hadn't been so action heavy, it would have felt like padding because um, he is, he escapes getting caught and then it's just like, okay, do this and this. I'm going to do the thing from the Dark Knight where I burn the money <laughs> uh, and I'm going to do the thing from the Dark Knight where I, I hold them hostage because I have a explosive device that will kill us all. Yeah. Um, I'm
1: going to do the Dark Knight. That's what I'm yeah. going
0: to do. This is well. He's like the director said. I did Death Wish. I did John Wick. Um, yeah. You know, what what else? What other classics can I hit? Okay, I need so he more. threw some Dark Knight in
1: there. I love it. Um, I like how he like he hits Home Alone too. I feel like at some point, like he kind of goes. Oh yeah. He's like setting up some traps, and I'm like, oh, this is like Home Alone vibes here. Setting up traps for the for the robbers. I like it.
0: Yeah. This is like someone who saw one of those YouTube videos that would like you know, they like actually do the home alone stuff. And they're like, this would actually kill a man. <laughs> um, and he's like, yeah, it would actually kill a man. What's that? <laughs>
1: True. Um, but I don't know what, ha- so it's like a, what happens? It's a car chase into, he goes back to his work.
0: Yeah. He, he gets the Claymore and he's like, oh, we can call this off now. And he's like, ah, fuck you. And he leaves the club cause he's got the bomb. And then immediate just car chase to the auto body shop. Uh, to big action scene where Christopher Lloyd and his like uh, black brother or something half brother maybe I have no clue yeah this guy just sort of shows up he's established well enough I guess but you don't actually see his face until the very very end and so you're kind of like wait who's this guy yeah and you see like pictures in Christopher Lloyd's house of like them three
1: like when when they were little, yeah. so you are like, okay, so clearly this dude's like a part of their family in some way, but you don't know. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's nothing else to. Maybe we gotta wait till uh, nobody two to find out more.
0: Yeah, well, they do an after credits scene with Christopher Lloyd. Wait, there's and an after credits scene. Guy. Did you miss the I after credits scene? I missed the after scene? credits scene. Wow. Well, we're in spoiler town. It's it's not much. Uh, it's like a mid credit scene, but basically, uh, the it it's like a shot of an RV driving down the highway and then it's Christopher Lloyd and the other like stepbrother or whatever. And Christopher Lloyd's like, Oh, where are we going? He's like, we got a job in, in this place. And he's like, why couldn't we take a plane? And he's like, with this luggage and then they look back and there's like a million guns in the back of their RV <laughs> and they're like oh, oh right that's why we couldn't take <laughs> oh, it. forgot and about loading uh, all the guns in here <laughs> yeah so that's that's the after credits scene is is Christopher Lloyd and the other guy are going on a,
1: damn I missed out uh, an,
0: a new adventure
1: missed out big time yeah uh, but yeah I thought it was I thought the end was kind of cool I mean it's just them like mowing down everyone um, <laughs> yep um and and creative ways too i think there are a lot of creative ways they kill these people um and i like seeing christopher lloyd do shit i think it's hilarious
0: yeah yeah i i love the the shot where he like detaches the the silencer off his sniper and then he puts it over his shoulder and fires it backwards i liked that super cool i like that fight um yeah, I thought it was hilarious how he loaded all the shotgun shells onto mouse traps oh, yeah, so they would fire yeah, through the that wall. That was really cool, too. There, there's just, like, so much creative stuff in this last scene. And that's, like, for all the complaints we have about the weird plot stuff, like I said, it's very clunky. Um, but these fight scenes just make it so worth it because it's just balls to the wall. Like, how? What are the wildest ways we can kill these people? Yeah, and, and that's what they do. It like, reminds me of Godzilla vs Kong, and that
1: like I'm rating both movies similarly because, and they both like succeed in one part, which is the action parts, and absolutely mm-hmm. like fail in the other parts. I think Godzilla. This movie was like more action than Godzilla. I gave Godzilla vs Kong like two and a half because I was just like. A majority of this movie is stupid shit. I don't like, yeah. but nobody was quicker than Godzilla vs Kong. Wasn't two hours. Um, yeah, and it had a lot less talking and those scenes.
0: Yeah, I'd say this movie's like compared to Godzilla vs Kong, this movie's story stuff isn't like moment to moment uninteresting. Like it gets you to where you need to be. Whereas Godzilla vs Kong, every time they went back to a person, I was immediately just like, "Well, I can check Twitter." <laughs> yeah, now. exactly. Um, this movie, I, I was still invested to a certain degree, even if it was like, "Why? Why are we doing this? Like, what? What's connecting these yeah, scenes?" Yeah,
1: exactly. But yeah, I thought the end action uh, scene was fun. I like, I like the idea of bringing those three together at the end, giving Bob Odenkirk yeah. some buddies.
0: Yeah, uh, I do want to say probably the last weird thing for the movie, which is something that Marvel movies do that I hate, which is the uh, part where the character looks directly into the camera and says, I'm going to die now. And then you go, no, you're not. (laughs) And then they don't die. Um, I'm going to die now. (laughs) What? Like every fucking Marvel movie, there's a moment where a character either goes, I will sacrifice myself in a noble way. Or another character goes, no, that character is sacrificing himself in a noble way. Don't do it. Um, no, you
1: don't have to kill yourself in this way. Don't, please.
0: Yeah, they, they look in the camera and they go, that guy's going to die. And then they don't. Um, and it's never even like a surprise. It's just they just don't yeah. die. Um, and this movie does, is like the worst case scenario for that. Because the movie starts with the ending, so you know Bobo does die. you know he's not going to die for sure. You're like, I saw him at the police station, which I presume is after this. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, he makes this whole thing. He's like, everyone's got to die sometime, some sooner than others, and he does his crazy plexiglass <laughs> claymore thing. Yeah, and it's uh, and he just blows it up, and that's it. He lives. Shocker. Yep, absolute shock. I'm
1: shocked to say the least i thought he was gonna be dead
0: it's a fun way to kill a dude it's just weird that they clearly like shot it and wrote it to try and make it seem like it was going to be a sacrifice even though there was no question that there was no sacrifice yeah. being when they made. literally
1: did the let's let's start at the end type type yeah thing <laughs> um so we know he's alive for sure
0: yeah it's like if godzilla versus kong started <laughs> and kong was like i don't know like man i sure fought godzilla real good but I, I didn't win and then it's like the rest of the movie you're like wait but now <laughs> now we know he lost
1: wait a second there, there's no anticipation of these fights because i know what's gonna happen yeah <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah and then the movie ends with like bob Odenkirk kirk uh is touring a house i guess with his wife
0: yeah well, he's got to get a new house because he burned his, yeah, uncle, his last he one, that down. one down
1: which, by the way, when, he, when he's burning it down, all his neighbors come out. And, like, why yeah. are they not asking him questions or anything?
0: <laughs> this he, is, that's another similarity to John Wick, which is, um, in John Wick, it can be exp- explained, basically, like, he does all this insane action shit, like, gunshots are going off in very public places, and, like, no one's reacting <laughs> appropriately around him. And John Wick, it's understandable because it takes place in New York City where no one is faced Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> that's that's um, an amazing excuse. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Also, in John Wick 2, it's revealed that, like, basically everyone in New York is a secret assassin. <laughs> so they might just not be afraid of bullets or something. That's hilarious. But, um, yeah, in this one, it's, like, all this really obvious action that's happening in super public places. And it takes him all the way to the end for anyone to intervene at all yeah.
1: <laughs> i just think i thought the scene was funny with like all his neighbors are coming out and he clearly like he's walking away from his house burning down like
0: and yeah he steals his neighbor's and car and no punches, punches like,
1: the window of his neighbor's car everyone's gotta be like you definitely set this house on fire right like this was you
0: yeah <laughs> we should call the police now it <laughs> was
1: for sure there's so many witnesses that are gonna be like yeah that was he burned his own house down i I witnessed it for sure. Yeah. Um,
0: and then he stole our neighbor's <laughs> car. So you can at least get him for yeah, that.
1: He also stole, stole someone's car. Like everyone, why have everyone come outside? Is my, is my question here, but
0: yeah. Uh, um, oh wait, two more John wick references. I'm sorry. Cause this movie is so similar. The more you think about it. Um, one, he works for like a shadowy group of like assassins that has a big boss, that guy in the barber shop who shows oh, up for yeah, like yeah. two seconds which again has like no bearing on the plot. It's just like, oh, oh, there's other guys. This is like an established thing, which yeah. is like John Wick with the Continental Hotel. Um, John Wick's more clever. Also, uh, Bob Odenkirk, a bunch of gold bars buried in his basement from when he was an assassin. John Wick, a bunch of gold coins buried in his basement from when he was an assassin. <laughs> wow, it's the same shit. God damn it! I
1: feel like I would have not liked this movie as much if I seen John Wick, baby it's
0: like like i say the action's good enough it's it's on par i would say with john wick but it's it feels like an imitation okay a lot of things are just like someone saw john wick and like we can we can do that because people like that so let's just do yeah. it Yeah. which
1: this director is the director that did hardcore henry that like first yep. person movie so yep um i i didn't i, I wouldn't expect much from him i guess
0: Yeah, I mean, he clearly knows action well enough. Um, I think if they let him keep going, maybe the next one will be a little more original. Um, And obviously, like even the poster of this movie is like a direct copy almost of the John Wick Chapter Two poster, where everyone's pointing the guns and knives at him. This one's
1: it's with fists, baby. This This one's one's a fist,
0: yeah. (laughs) Um, So, but yeah, it's it's just one of those movies where it's i'd say it's a good time i don't even regret spending 20 dollars on it if i'm being honest yeah
1: i had a fun enough time um i i did not expect to i don't know especially like at the beginning of this movie when they made the i am nobody joke and like and they did the montage (laughs) i was like okay am i gonna like this movie but then the action yeah the action scenes were really cool and creative and i laugh i it got a, a lot of chuckles out of me honestly it was just enjoyable. Yeah,
0: it takes a little bit too long to get going. Like it takes almost a half hour before the first fight scene, yeah. which is just too long for an hour and a half movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, once it gets going, uh, I was all in. I'll. I hope Christopher Lloyd has five more shotguns in the next one. <laughs> Please, we need. Um, I. I would hope the RV was just
1: exclusively shotguns in that after credits scene.
0: Yeah, I it was a lot of different <laughs> guns, but um, yeah, that's the other thing is like Bob Odenkirk's almost sixty. I'm curious, like, if they're really gunning for sequels on this, like, how long they're gonna be able to get him to do that kind of like really intense action? They, they should have killed him off, I guess. Yeah, should. nobody too. Nobody too. Kill him off. Nobody Nothing. again. Uh, I mean, that would honestly be kind of interesting. What if every movie it was just a different nobody? Yeah, we just need a lot of nobodies, you know. I, I like that, you know. Yeah, Woo. this movie's like the suburban dad who hates his life. Maybe the next movie's like, I don't know, like what if it was like a, a grade school teacher or something, or like a middle school teacher who gets no respect from their students, uh, and they they live alone with their fucking cat. I, I, I want know. him to be played by Michael Sarah. That could be good. Yeah,
1: Michael Sarah, middle school teacher. I like it. Maybe I was thinking, what if we got like Carrie Mulligan oh, or something? Oh yeah, I like it. We get a we get a we get Carrie Mulligan in here after her promising young woman thing. I like it.
0: Yeah, she's hot yeah. now and like get her to kick the shit out of some Hell people. Oh
1: yeah. And then eventually we'll get a John Malkovich one in here, of course. Um the yeah. John Malkovich fan club over here. We need him we need him there.
0: That... That one will be called being nobody. <laughs> being nobody. Well, it be John Malkovich finds a tiny door <laughs> that lets him climb into Bob Odenkirk's head and <laughs> be nobody, and he's and he's yeah. addicted
1: to it. He loves it. <laughs>
0: yeah he can't get enough of being nobody that's like a reversal right because everyone being john malkovich wants to be the famous guy now it's a famous guy who wants to be just a regular person.
1: damn get spike jones on the phone here i think we got a huge sequel to being john malkovich it's, it's yeah, a sequel, we'll Charlie sequel to nobody and being john malkovich we just mix them you know i like it
0: finally the crossover everyone's been asking for
1: <laughs> when i saw nobody i was like holy shit we need a sequel
0: that mixes with being john malkovich right absolutely this yeah. is this is bound to happen uh, this is completely unrelated i've been watching community a lot recently i've watched it like twice in a row now because uh, it's like a comfort show at this point but um there is a great Charlie Kaufman joke where Abed is making a movie, uh, and he's like, "The movie is cyclical in nature. It's like a movie within a movie." And Shirley is just like, "No one has time for this Charlie Kaufman shit. So we have to. Some of us had to go to work in the morning." <laughs> I was like, "I, I remember yeah, that line. I,
1: I feel that. I remember that line. Uh, <laughs> I think that was like right around the time I watched. Um, what the hell is this most recent movie? Why can't I remember it?" I'm thinking yeah, of ending. I was, like, right, I was watching community and that at the same time. So I I related those two.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, as... Charlie Kaufman is gonna write nobody too. Yes, please. So.
1: <laughs> Obviously, Charlie Kaufman saw nobody and was like, Holy shit, why am I
0: not the writer on this series? This is my next movie. The whole Nobody Two is gonna take place entirely <laughs> inside of the mind of the cat from from nobody else. <laughs> yes, One.
1: exactly. Oh my god, that'll be so good. That'll be like a nobody... It's like a Lion King one and a half situation. We need a nobody one <laughs> and a half where it's just...
0: Nobody one and a half that's told entirely from the perspective of the exactly. Cat. It's Exactly. The cat was like in the background the yeah, whole time. We just didn't know exactly. Of every fucking scene
1: somehow, <laughs> the yeah. cat was there.
0: Was that cat set up? I feel like it just showed up at the end.
1: Yeah, it literally... It was set up because her his daughter was like...
0: Yeah, want a cat. but like why was the cat in the t- the vents no clue.
1: i think it It just that was it just literally was. the most lazy fucking way to like get the cat because we see the cat at the beginning and he like pulls it out of his fucking yep. jacket or whatever and you're
0: like oh my god yeah he, put, he has a cat i remember i remember because uh, i was so impressed when they did the checkoff's gun right where he puts the gun in the freezer it comes back mm-hmm. later i was like the movie had like five minutes left and there's still no cat and i was like now, you did Chekhov's gun. You can't tell me you're not going to do Chekhov's cat. <laughs> like, wh- where the fuck is this cat coming from? And then the cat's just, like, yeah, in a pipe. It's just, like, like okay. Oh,
1: shit. Yeah, I forgot about the cat thing. I guess we'll just write that the cat's yeah. in a pipe or some shit. But he, he picks it up.
0: Yeah, it was, like, it's so weird. Because clearly that opening scene is definitely, like, one of the first things you think of. And you're, like, oh, it would be so weird if he had, like, a cat in his jacket. <laughs> like and then he forgets that he has to explain that before how the movie I ends. like
1: how he like somehow got tuna before he got arrested as well cuz he like pulls out tuna to feed the cat too
0: <laughs> yeah well at least that was in the kitchen like uh, the company okay. kitchen i get it got it um but uh yeah so again really clunky movie but there is also a part where he puts a grenade in a hydraulic press and everyone explodes. So how mad can
1: you be? Exactly. You can't be too mad at the movie. I mean, just don't talk about it like we did in an hour-long
0: podcast and you won't realize how bad the movie is, right? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Also, Theo makes a good point. Having a school teacher be a secret assassin who does gung kung fu... Is uh, probably a bad idea. So forget I said that. <laughs> um, let's have a less politically charged profession like uh, garbage man.
1: Yeah, it was the garbage man that was pick that was picking up Bob Odenkirk's garbage, but <laughs> he was late every time.
0: Yeah, well, that's what we're gonna find out. Is the garbage man every week? Was like gonna wait for Bob Odenkirk, and then he gets a call on his assassin phone, and they're like, "We need you for a job," and he's like, "Oh shit, we gotta go!" (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) No, but this we can see the dude. He's bringing out his trash. No, we gotta (laughs) gotta go. go. We're just gonna have to miss his garbage again. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so I don't good movie. Watch it. You got anything else to say? I'm done. (laughs) Okay. Well, until next time. Stay big, nobody?